Welcome on into the Tony Parks podcast. We do it each and every single week. It's Lee Sterling with ParamountSports.com. Uh, he comes in. He does a great job picking all of his games. He's going to let you know kind of who the winners are going to be, the best games to play. Uh, this year, we started them up. We said, okay, you get $2,000 of imaginary money. You have to know, let us know how much you would be putting down on each of these games out there. He's been able to do it, and he's come out on the positive each week. He's come out on the positive overall. This past week, he took his first hit. Now, it's just down 150, so it's not a big, big drop. So he goes from 2750 down, or uh, yeah, 2750 down to 26. I think that's where you're at, right, Lee? Is that right. where we're at? Yeah, right? that's there we it. Go. All right, so not a bad start, man. You're still out of a, no. a great start to this whole thing, and uh, we're ready for another great week of football. I am too. As long as, as long as we can get it, uh, we lost a couple games, a couple good games too. Uh, mm-hmm. Lost that uh, that that game. Uh, LSU Florida uh, is out, right? Yeah, I mean that that would have been that would have been nice. And uh, also had the Vanderbilt game canceled, and you know they were uh, going to be playing Missouri, who was starting to come on, and then uh, a contender, Oklahoma State. Yeah, well, they say that every year for the last two, three games of the year against Baylor. So. Uh, that's the thing. You know, it was funny as you watch these teams, and I'm just waiting sometimes for for the shooter. I was going to jump on Baylor big, probably. For that's that's one of the games I was going to release to my clients that I lost because I had been watching off season. I lost two starters that decided to opt out, and then they lost another early in the season. And they they weren't great to begin with on the offensive line to lose three out of five starters, and then to face a uh, always underrated Baylor team at home. So. Uh, you know, they always have some weapons, some good skill players, Oklahoma State, but they just can't they can't get over the hump. They just don't have the talent, wow. uh, even in a year like this, to beat uh, beat Oklahoma. It's got to be one of those where everything lines up just right. You know, right. it lines up just right. And so it's kind of tough for them. Uh, they definitely have great support, you know, uh, financially. Yeah, they've, they've got a lot of good things going for them, but. Um, certainly a, a difficult thing when Texas, if Texas has it going right, or if Oklahoma has it going right, um, then they usually find themselves on the outside. Well, they're just going to, they're going to get better athletes. Let's be honest. Yeah. Recruiting wise, their recruiting classes are both usually in the top 10 and Oklahoma state's usually 30 to 40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got to coach up kids. You got to find some diamonds in the rough, but Bottom line is, you get a five star against a three star. Usually, the five star is going to win when yeah, they have a battle on the line. That's normally what happens. I'll tell you. Uh, speaking of finding diamonds in the rough, you found a couple last week. I thought you had a couple really nice wins, even though you, uh, um, you know, overall ended up uh, barely in the negative. So you barely take a loss. But there were a few games that I was like, man, he he really nailed that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Clemson, Miami. I do. I, I you know, I know the Miami program well. All it, over it, that. Yeah, and and it pained me to give out, you know, go against my Hurricanes, but they're just not ready yet. Are they going to be there in a year or two? Probably, but uh, they're not there yet. And once they fell behind fourteen nothing, you're not going to come back on Clemson when you're down fourteen nothing at home. And then uh, had the Cleveland big upset against Indianapolis. So a couple other games, you know, we were wrong on uh, Texas and Oklahoma was the game that really hurt me. So. Uh, you know, some things happened during that game. Texas lost their, their top two safeties. A lot of people didn't notice that. And uh, once those two guys went down, uh, they were already playing short in the secondary. They uh, they were playing some walk-ons at mm-hmm. safety. So 
you can't do that uh, against Oklahoma. There's too much talent there. And then the game just turned into a total coin flip. I mean, it was it was back yeah. and forth, back and forth. Yeah, it was. It was I mean, it's exciting, uh-huh. you know, from a from a fan standpoint. But uh, <laughs> but when you're wagering on a team, you lose two starting safeties. You're pretty much done. All right, where are we going to go this week? Uh, I know we have a big showdown in the SEC. We've got a game on Friday night. Yep. We've got stuff happening. Where are you starting? Okay, we're gonna. There's two big games in college football. One's obviously Alabama and Georgia, and uh, now all of a sudden uh, Nick Saban's not going to be on the sideline, so he can't even have any contact with his team. Uh, he can. Last time I think is up until 90 minutes before the game time. I don't know how he's going to handle that, but uh, no headsets or anything talking to coaches. But who knows? Maybe he'll have someone in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> relaying some some information for coaches on a fourth and one if they go for it or not. But um, how about the line? They were a six-point favorite, and the news comes out all the way down to four points. Battle the Titans. I mean, number two offense, Alabama, 51 points per game against the number two defense, Georgia, 12 points per game. Statistically, they're two, but in my opinion, they're both uh, the best. It's, there's, it's not even close. But you got to run on Georgia to be successful. Auburn and Tennessee couldn't. They just don't have the line play or the backs. But Alabama does. I'm not saying they're going to run for 200 yards on on Georgia, but I think they can get to the century mark, maybe 125, 150 yards. And if they do that, then they can use some of their play action and hit some of their receivers deep. And then they got two guys that are going to be first-rounders. So uh, uh, that should be fun, that matchup. Georgia, they always steal the DBs from South Florida down here. And they, I think their entire backfield made of, of guys from, from uh, Miami, uh, Fort Lauderdale, or, yep. or West Palm Beach. So, uh, but, but it's going to probably come down to Mac Jones versus Stetson Bennett. And Bennett's okay, but can he win a big game uh, in Tuscaloosa, especially if they fall behind? You know, I just don't think so, and uh, just just think that this Kirby Smart has something. He just can't get over uh, and win the big game against Alabama. Alabama's defense was horrendous against Mississippi last week, and they got a lot of four- and five-star guys, but I don't know what happened. I think that maybe just they were looking ahead just shows you if you don't bring your A, A-minus, B-plus game uh, against a, a good offense, you know, they're going to put some big-time points on you, and they put up, I think, 45 points. I think Alabama, though, wins this game 34-23. We're going to wager uh, 330 to win 300 on that game. All right, 330 to win three. So that is the confidence level uh, that Lee is feeling when it comes to that matchup. All right, uh, you were big on BYU last week. They did win but didn't yep. cover. What are your thoughts right. on BYU this week against Houston? Well, this is, I mean, this game has national championship implications. I mean, if BYU runs the table, how many games do they have on their schedule? They still only have like nine games, uh, something 10. like that. I think they got a 10. Oh, they're up to 10. Yeah. Okay. Are they talking about adding another game or no? Uh, I definitely think they're going to be open to it. Oh, they would love yeah. to, to do it. Yeah. Yeah, they might They might have to uh, if if they want to get into the national championship picture, but just stay undefeated. You know, they 10-0, 11-0, I think they've got a good chance. This might be the year, you know, where the committee just says, you know what, uh, we're going to take, you know, an undefeated BYU over, let's say, uh, an Ohio State team that's 6-2, uh, and two, something like that. So, Zach Wilson, 1,241 passing yards, eight touchdowns. Just one interception. Faces off against Houston's Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon, two for 319 and three touchdowns versus Tulane. Uh, really good 
dual threat quarterback, and they got some receivers that can get up top. So that's going to be a fun matchup. Difference here might be BYU's defense. Uh, fourth against the run, scoring in total defense. Their linebackers and DBs cover well, and they hit and also wrap up. Uh, you don't see as many missed tackles from a BYU defense than you see most teams. And also, it might come down to discipline. Um, BYU's disciplined, only one to seven penalties per game, all four games, and Houston in the first game, 10 penalties, and they get some late hits, uh, legal procedures, and they turn the ball over more. Uh, I'm picking BYU here. I'm, I'm going to say they stay undefeated 42-24 on Friday night. Ooh, and a sound win, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and yeah. we're going to step out. We're going to go uh, 440 oh, to yeah. win 400 oh, on BYU. Yeah. 440 yeah. to win four. He's big on BYU yeah. Houston. Not just yeah. uh, picking that game. He is big yeah. on that game. All right. Nice. I like it, man. Yeah, that's the other thing you're going to love about Lee Sterling when it comes to Paramount Sports. He puts his money where his mouth is. Imaginary money. But he'll let you know, not only am I picking this game, here's the confidence level for it. So uh, last week he had a 440 to win four. He hit. You know, he has some 330s to win three. Well, so far... Big on Bama, big on BYU. Who are you big on in the NFL? So we got the Rams in San Francisco. And, hey, I think that when you look at San Francisco, this team has got some real problems right now. They, I mean, Jimmy G, he came back last week. He looked horrific. Uh, the Rams just they got they got receivers and they can you know put you in some situations where you just can't cover all these guys Robert Woods Cooper Cup tight end Tyler Higby um, vulnerable 49er secondary Bosa's out for the year and uh, this is a 49ers team I mean how the mighty have fallen they were a Super Bowl team they came literally a, a couple minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. Now this year, their only wins come against the winless Jets and the winless Giants. Their losses uh, have been to not real impressive teams either, the Eagles, Cardinals, and Dolphins, who are combined 3-8-1 and one in their other games. So uh, no NFC team has played a weaker schedule. Rams are in double revenge from last year. They'll be ready for this game. I, I like the Rams 27-13. All right, 27-13. Uh, that line was three. It still is, right? Yep. Rams. Okay. Yep. All right. We're going to wage your – that's our strongest game in the NFL. We're going to go 330 to win 300 right. on the Rams. 330 okay. to win three. Okay. Uh, yep. Who else do you like in the NFL? You uh, you called the win with Cleveland last week. That was impressive. Yeah. So, in this game, they're going to be playing against Pittsburgh. Revenge. Uh, hopefully, no helmet throwing here. And um, – why is Cleveland having such a good season? Um, number one in the NFL with plus eight turnover ratio. So Pittsburgh will come at them 20 sacks in four games, averaging five sacks a game. And just feel that, you know, this is a great matchup. Big Ben against Baker, uh, the old guard, the new guard. Uh, ben, only one interception in, in, the, in the four games. Baker, three interceptions in the five games, but he might have trouble with his Pittsburgh defense. Pittsburgh last week just did not bring it. I mean, they, it was their C-minus, D-plus game against Philadelphia. I think they were looking ahead to this game, uh, but they've got a receiver that's really come on and chase Claypool. He's emerged, four touchdowns last week, three receiving, one rushing. So it's going to be tough for Cleveland. Who do you cover? I mean, you're going to double-cover Chase, you're going to double-cover Juju. So this might be Juju's uh, week for a big game here. And uh, 
the way Pittsburgh disguises their coverage, this might be the week. Baker, I mean, he has trouble sometimes with those linebackers. He just doesn't see the linebacker from the weak side coming across, and he has a tendency to throw interceptions against good defenses. I like Pittsburgh in not a shootout, literally, 35-27. 35-27, okay, and... Uh, and we're going to go, let's, let's also go uh, 3.30 to win 300 on that one, too. Hi, big numbers okay. on some of these games. I like it. He's already got, yep. Uh, yep. you know, a total of, what, 1,300 to win out there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is good. Okay. All right, last game we're going to look at is the Green Bay-Tampa Bay game. Green Bay's favored by a point and a half at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay up 13 to nothing last week before the half. Um just some poor play calling. I thought it let uh, the Bears back into the game, and and uh, Tom Brady asked for permission to call out players, asked his coaching staff, and they said sure. And and uh, you know he's not one of these guys that loses two in a row. So everything looks rosy now for Green Bay, but they haven't played anyone at all. They've had a, a really weak schedule. Got to play some division opponents who at the time weren't playing well. So uh, I do think the Tampa Bay will bounce back here. It looks like Evans and. And also Goodwin also uh, might be back for this game. And, and he needs those guys to stretch the field and uh, make some big plays against what I think is just an ordinary Green Bay secondary. So uh, we're going to take uh, the GOAT, TB12, to bounce back. Uh, we're going to say the wrong team's favorite. Wager 220 to win 200. Tampa Bay wins this game outright here, 27 to 24. All right. Should be a fun NFL weekend. Yeah, the it's funny when I look at those two teams. And I always have to remind myself that it's been enough years. They're not in the same division anymore. I know that. Well, it used to be. I think Chris Berman used to call it the Bay of Pigs, remember? (laughs) (laughs) They used to be in the same division. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A long time. It's so crazy to look at that now and be like a non-divisional game. Well, that is great. People can have a lot of fun with this kind of stuff. You've been having fun with it this year. Uh, I've loved having you on the show and, and, and getting your insight on all of this. Where could people go to learn more about other games and you have real locks of the week and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, great plays for everybody out there. Where do they go to find out more? Well, if you want to get the games that I'm personally playing, go to ParamountSports.com. Uh, check out the website. Uh, I mean, we spent five or six weeks uh, to open up the season. We rate our games from 10 to 50 units. Already hit all of our 40 to 50 unit plays, including a 45-unit NFL play. Uh, last Sunday, so they want to hop on board. How about this for 49, 15, and 1 on our 40 to 50 unit plays, which come probably every three to four weeks. So you want to hop on board, I'm going to give you a, a nice, easy reason to, to jump on board for a week because I know if I win for you, you're going to ride with me through the Super Bowl. Cheapest price ever, seven games combined Saturday and Sunday to $77. That's right, seven games to $77. It's an instant download ParamountSports.com or call us here at the office 800-400-9741 and also uh, check us out. Do a, I do a podcast about a 20-25 minute podcast each week uh, for MMA Weekly so check that out. Uh, also on 21-26 UFC cards so uh, got another uh, fight night coming from Abu Dhabi on Saturday night. Next week uh, we've got Khabib against uh, Gacy uh, UFC, I think it's 254, so 53 or 54. That should be exciting. So they want to hop on board. We do it all, uh, football, MMA, and basketball, ParamountSports.com. You'll love it. Make sure to go to ParamountSports.com. He's got Bama, BYU, the Rams, Pittsburgh, Tampa. 
find out all the other great plays uh, throughout the rest of the weekend. Lee, you are the man. Thanks so much for being with us as always, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Let's let's see if you got a bounce back weekend you here. Uh, with, I think uh, so. Uh, I think so. <laughs> I can't wait. And, and you got a lot out there. And just another couple weeks. Uh, what is it? Two weeks now. We'll we'll have. Uh, is it when? When does the Mountain West and when does the Pac-12 start? Uh, back next up? week and then the following week. So I mean, yeah, these next uh, yep. three weeks is when you're going to start to see eventually everybody in on uh, right. a lot of these games. So that that makes it be fun. feel even more like normal. So great to have yep. you. All right, Lee, you're okay. the man, buddy. We'll talk Sounds to you good. soon. Take care. Bye-bye. That's Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Make sure to go there and check out uh, everything that his website has to offer. Uh, he's had a great start to the year, so he's plus 600 at this point, uh, and we'll see what he's able to do for the rest of the season. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Tony Parks Podcast, for tuning in, whether it be on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, whether it be on Spotify, and more. And thanks, as always, for tuning in right here on the Utah Podcast Network.